Welcome to another episode of the Spiritually Persistent Entrepreneur with your host, Sharon Wilson, founder and chief inspiration officer of Coaching from Spirit Institute and master spiritual business mentor. The intention of this show is to provide transformational tips, tools, strategies, and resources that support and empower you to soar and shine in your business now. Enjoy. Well, welcome everyone. I'm so excited you're listening in and I'm so excited for our guest today. In our talk today, she'll be sharing about how the energies of codependence work against manifesting abundance. So let me introduce you to our amazing guest today. She's originally from the Netherlands with a French mother and came to China in 1992, where she's lived ever since. She has a passion for quantum physics and energy mastery, and she offers her services to light workers, empathic warriors, and highly sensitive women. Her soul clients not only have a desire to heal the impact of abusive or toxic relationships of their past, but also have a desire to reignite their capacity and trust to manifest abundance and happiness in their life. She helps her clients rise above their subconscious programming of codependency and self-destructive patterns through healing and energy mastery so they can live life aligned, empowered, and free. She cultivates a deep love for the quality of surrender and has a gift of seeing each individual as, as a whole without any judgment holding space for one's most authentic self. She's a certified healer in multidimensional healing, a certified desire factor coach, uh, also a quantum success coaching academy, certified coach in the law of attraction, a certified love and authority authenticity practitioner, a graduate student from the Awakening Your Light Body, and she specializes in codependency and narcissistic abuse. And if that is not enough, She's also a best-selling author of the book, Joy, published in February 2020, which is my daughter's name, and a bestseller co-author of the book, Manifesting Queen, 1111, published on whatever, what other date could it be? 11 November 2021, so 1111. So we're so grateful to have with us here today, Martine Rakoven. Martine, it's great to have you with us. Thank you, Sharon. Thank you for your beautiful introduction. Oh, there's so much there. I mean, you are just busy, busy, busy uh, with all of these uh, modalities. And I think it's so amazing. So, you know, since uh, my podcast is called The Spiritually Persistent Entrepreneur, Martina, I always ask my guests, what does being a spiritually persistent entrepreneur mean to you? So can you share a little bit of that? Yes, so what it means for me is basically that uh, this person, this entrepreneur comes from a space of serving light and uh, sees their clients as a soul rather than just a personality. So the energy that we come from in our coachings and our services comes from a place of love and alignment with source rather than coming from a place of just being uh, on, on this planet and seeing each other as, as just a person. So that's the way I, I look at mm. it. Oh, that's beautiful. Can you share one challenge that stands out that you've faced that's helped you to activate that more in you? What comes to you? One challenge. 
uh, one challenge is that, uh, well, it, it took me quite a while to, to understand uh, on my own personal journey. Um, one of the challenges was uh, cultivating that awareness and uh, also my connection with my own source was one of my challenges. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. I mean, you know, because it's one thing to even go through all of this training you've gone through, but then to really you know, activate that and apply that, you know, in your experience. I mean, we, you know, that's a, that's a moment to moment day to day thing, right? We're never, it's kind of like, we're never done with that. It's just a, it's an evolving journey in that uh, relationship, in that sense of trust and, you know, kind of, you know, we, we go through the fire and then we come out stronger and we go through another fire and we come out stronger. You know, I would say, you know, diamonds are made in the fire. And I really feel that that's part of our experience here on this planet is really to, Mm -hmm. is really to, you know, to really go through though, these experiences and, and be able to choose the light and in choosing the light, that's where the divine solutions are. Even if it doesn't look like it's working out, you know, it's on its way to uh, that divine curriculum being activated in us. So that's, I absolutely agree with you on, on that. So Martine, let's talk more about, I mean, this is a very, let's unpack this, you know, the energetics of codependency and how that works against manifesting abundance. So I'm just going to kind of open the door for you to begin to talk about it. I know one thing you talk about, which I really feel I resonate with everything you talk about, but the first thing, uh, you know, is about the inability to feel safe. So talk to us about that and how that really mm-hmm. keeps us in a loop of fear responses. Can you share more about that with uh, with us? Yes, yes, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, so the inability to feel safe. So a codependent person is basically a person that has um, no sense of identity anymore. Yeah, they have mm-hmm. lost themselves in the process. Uh, now, and because they are coming from that space of reacting, they they most of the time they are coming from that fight, flight, freeze response, mm-hmm. uh, which are the fear responses. And uh, these fear responses uh, make us that uh, we we are disconnected, in fact, continuously from our own divine source. Mm-hmm. We've forgotten that connection with our divine source. And so when what happens when we come from those fear responses is that basically most of the time we, we are not... We, we come from a survival and we are not in the parasympathetic part of our nervous system. Uh, that part of our nervous system where we are able to feel relaxed and connected to our divine source. So um, I don't know if you know the, the letter that is introduced uh, by Deb Danas. <laughs> Uh, which relates back to the polyvagal theory. And when you look at the letter that she talks about, we have the ventral vagal, 
which is on the top of the leather. And then, then we have the middle and the, the down part of the leather. And in the middle, we have the sympathetic. And in the down part of the leather, we have the dorsal vagal. And what's happened when we mostly react from that fight, flight, freeze response is that most of the time we are in the middle or the end part of the leather. So we are mostly in the sympathetic part or in the dorsal vagal part of the ladder, which means we are always on alert and um, we are like when we are in, in the lowest part of the of the of the of the vehicle of the dorsal vehicle, we are in a in a frozen state of of consciousness. We are immobilized and um, when we are in the middle part, we, we, we very much are in that part of anxiety. Mm -hmm. And so we, when we are in those fear responses, we come from the wrong energy. And when we come from the wrong energy, it's, it's impossible to, to be aligned with our divine and with our desires in order to manifest that we do want to desire. So when we come from that space of being with our nervous system being dysregulated, we lose that connection with our true self. Mm -hmm. And that's what I what I mean with uh, the inability to feel safe, which keeps us in the loop of those fear responses. It keeps us in that um, energy of being splitted. It creates split energy. It, it creates the resistance that we are holding. I don't know if, if this is clear. So yes, mm -hmm. um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So what do you recommend for people on that ladder then? So, you know, this, this is kind of a, a conditioned response, right? That we all have in our cultures, any culture, I mean, look around and it's that fear response. We're coming from a place of fear. And so, as you said, then we stay in that loop of fear responses and then we keep in the split energy and the resistance. So it's just kind of like a big circle. So what do you suggest yes. when people so have an cycle? Uh, uh, yeah, right. When people have an event, what would you recommend uh, that when they find themselves in a fear response, what is your recommendation yeah. to begin to start moving up the ladder? I, I well, which yes, way exactly right? up the yeah. ladder? Well, there are well, there are different tools that we can use to regulate the nervous system. Mm -hmm. So one part is to regulate the nervous system, and the other part is to work with the inner uh, child. Mm -hmm. Now. Um, there comes there are many different tools, but one of the tools to regulate the nervous system is hypnosis, and another one is also um, body work to 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 help us go up the ladder. So uh, somatic reprogramming, uh, also brain spotting is is one of the other tools that we use to regulate the nervous system. Mm -hmm. uh, meditation also is one of them 
you mm. know, to, to help us uh, reconnect again with, with our with ourselves, uh, just or, or or just taking a bath, for example, mm-hmm. is the most simplest way of grounding yourself or taking a walk in nature. These are all tools to ground you, yourself again. And grounding tools are very good tools to to help you go up the ladder again. That's beautiful. I'm just yeah. I'm just. Giving you a few examples. Yeah, no, I, I love also, it. That that really is yeah. helpful. Now I know why so often we want to be by water, right? I mean, why we feel a connection to water, just taking the taking a bath. I mean, you know, the idea of just really grounding ourselves in that energy. That that's really a great, you know, a yeah, great suggestion. The, mm-hmm. Well, the grounding tools help you to go back into the parasympathetic part of our nervous system. And that's why we feel so much more relaxed yes. and connected. And so with, with a codependent person, what happens is that we've been so programmed and trained to, to distrust our source. Yeah, we've been programmed to, to disconnect with ourselves, basically. And that's why we always react from a space of those fear responses. We, and from there on, we react. I mean, we come from that place of lack rather than coming from a place of abundance. Because coming from those fear responses, it means that uh, we don't believe in our source. Yeah, we are always looking for the outside sources instead of or the source that is within us. Because as a codependent person, we seek the validation and acceptance from what is outside of ourselves, from the external source. Mm-hmm. And therefore, we lose the connection with ourselves. <laughs> And we forget about our own divine source. Now we we often forget as a codependent person that we have free will and that we have always a choice because we are so focused on what is outside of ourselves and therefore lose the alignment with, with our own true source. Mm. That really That's what I meant. We, yes. Yeah. Yes, because we are powerful. so, just because we are so programmed into, into coming from those fear responses rather than coming from our own divine source. Yes, and absolutely. A lot of that happens, and it's just, it's it it goes very deep. It takes. It can be. It can take a long journey for us to become conscious of it, just because we are so programmed and trained in it that we don't know about it. We are not aware of it. Absolutely. Well, can you talk about um, the fear-based protector parts that block the energy of source? That's another key aspect of yes what you support people on. So tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, so the protective parts are parts that come up in order to protect your wounded 
uh, inner child, basically. And so it refers back to the vibrational makeup. So what is a, a vibrational makeup? It is basically the beliefs, the perceptions, the behaviors, the emotions, but also the defenses, which are the protector parts. They all determine your vibrational signature, or in other words, your vibrational makeup. And so the vibrational makeup of a person that is codependent uh, keeps you in in illusion it keeps you in a very limited version of reality and so uh, one of one of the biggest protective parts or defenses in other words that come up for a codependent person is denial mm -hmm. but also self-betrayal and self-sabotage for example for me in my case Self-betrayal was a big one for me. Um, codependency can be very distractive if, if we are self-destructive, if we are not careful, and if we are not doing the inner work in order to heal it. So denial is another big one, which was also a big one for me. And it's where basically we push the, the wounding away into our unconscious as a way to rescue ourselves. So it becomes very suppressed because we don't accept it. Yeah. So the unacceptable parts of us that we, we ourselves perceive as unacceptable and uh, we push it away but by pushing it it away it doesn't mean that it goes away yeah right. it's kept very deep in the dark unconscious and in itself it's a ball of energy that is kept there and that is blocked there and um when when it when the energy is blocked in within you it it blocks the energy of the flow it blocks the energy of of your source but we use those 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 ways so, so the denial in this case which is the protector part we use it as a way to feel safe and to protect ourselves but in fact it does a lot of harm to to ourselves yeah, it's again something that comes from from what I was telling in the first part of our podcast is the nervous system. It always wants to keep you safe. Mm -hmm. uh, it does everything to keep you safe. Um, and um, it, it does a perfect, it does a beautiful way to, to keep you safe, but at the same time, it causes a lot of harm. Now, with these protective parts, it's the same. It, it's there to protect you, but if we don't give it the attention that it needs and we don't give it the love that it needs, it only becomes bigger and bigger and keeps you in a cycle of attracting the same thing over and over again. 
which in my case was with the abuse that happened, mm -hmm. because I was trying so much my best to push the wounding that I, that I was holding in myself, to push it down and to push it away, the more I was trying to push it away, the more it would do its best to come to the surface. But because it is blocked energy, it's part of your energy as a whole. It determines your vibrational signature. It's part of that vibrational makeup. Of your, It's part of your vibrational signature. And so um, because it's part of, of what you send out to the universe, it brings you over and over again, the same things in your reality in order to heal the wounding that you are doing so much your best to, to keep it down and to not look at it and to keep it suppressed. And that's how we keep ourselves into the cycle of abuse because we do so much our best to push away the wounding that is underneath. So when you talk about the fear-based protector parts, and you gave us some examples of some things in the in the first part, as far as uh, you know, taking a bath, um, you know, taking a walk, meditation. So, what are some of the ways to be able to recognize these fear-based protector parts and really release that energy? So, do you want to share a, a few mm. thoughts on that? Uh, well, that's in fact a whole process that goes together with it. Um, basically, it's with asking questions and uh, questions that go very deep, like into the agendas of the protector parts, because the protector parts, they do have their own agenda and they are always there for a reason, which is to protect you. Mm -hmm. Um, now, this, these agendas can come from previous lifetimes. It also can come from this lifetime. Um, that's basically what I do in the divine healing. We go through a process where we hold that space with, with uh, a healing team and with the help of the healing team, we we clear out the, those programs, we clear out the agendas that are underneath the wounding. That's awesome. And I know that that's, you're going to talk a little bit more about that and something that you have as an offer to help people begin to start to start this in a moment. So I think that's really great. Is there anything you want to share um, about the victim patterns or separation consciousness? Of, is any of that something you want to share before we talk about your wonderful free gift that you brought that can begin to start really supporting people to do this? Because, you know, we've just kind of scratched the surface here, right? But this is activating the awareness for people to, to resonate with, oh, yeah, I, I know, I, 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 you know, I can really resonate with that. And I can really feel that there has been, you know, if 
I've been in a place of denial or if I've that, that there's something more going on and not to beat themselves up about it, but there is something going on that they can do something about. So I think that's very positive. That's very empowering for people. So anything you feel guided to share about either the victim patterns or separation consciousness? I know that's something that you talk about quite a bit. Yeah. Yes. So uh, codependents, they see themselves as helpers and take care, take uh, caretakers. Uh, so they need some someone to rescue in order to feel important and to in order to feel loved. Because what what's very much going on with the wounding itself is that the thing that they fear the most is that they will be alone at the end and that they will be rejected and not loved. So they do everything. Um, they do their very best to, to help others and to take care of others as a way to rescue themselves, basically. Not only to rescue the other, but also to rescue themselves in order to to protect their own wounding. Mm -hmm. um, the outcome of that is that very often they feel disappointed and spiral into depression. And why that is, is because um, they've done so much in order to, to help the other person and they've given everything of themselves. Uh, they can go really into the extremes of abandoning themselves and uh, putting themselves uh, last instead of first. And so that, I mean, at the end of that is always um, they feel like a victim of the situation. And so very often they complain about the way they've been mistreated and they feel used or betrayed and hopeless. Um, which, I mean, which I refer back to, to, to being that victim and which goes back to the victim triangle that I talk about in my free program, which is a, a three-day program. Um, now, the fact that they feel themselves a victim at the end of the story, yeah? Mm -hmm. So they, they, they come from the belief because one thing is the wounding, but the other thing is also the beliefs that go together with the wounding and all the emotions that go together with the wounding. Uh, one of the beliefs that they that they are having is that if I take care of you long enough, then sooner or later you will take care of me too. That's one of the beliefs that is that that is going on very deeply inside of a codependent person, but, but which always ends up in feeling a victim yeah it's mm -hmm. illusion it's an illusion because the other person very often don't understand um, the way a codependent is taken care of 
so it's, it ends up in being a victim. And so um, that goes back to the free offer that I'm giving. Is mm-hmm. Yeah, perfect. To, to set yourself free from the victim triangle. That's fantastic. Which goes back yeah. to the per- persecutor, the, the rescuer and the victim, which is the triangle itself. And uh, which basically keeps you in the loop of suffering. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Well, this is so powerful because, you know, I think that what this does is just open the door because of all of this training you've done and all of this work you've done on yourself and, you know, in your own experience, you, know, you can really be a guide to support people to be able to be able to start moving moving through some of this and really starting to uh, come to a greater sense of awareness. So I know, I mean, and I would love to have you back because we've just only scratched the surface of this, but I can feel the power and the energy in what you're doing. And I know that you uh, talked about a three-day free offering that you have. So can you tell us a little bit more about that? And I know we're going to put that on the episode page. So for everybody, you can just go to the episode page to get this um, offering. So Martine, can you talk a little bit about that and what really happens in that? And how does that really set people up to be able to then, um, you know, manifest more abundance, have more abundant relationships, Mm -hmm. abundant health, all of that, right? It's all tied together. So why don't you share a bit more about that? Yes, so in the in the three day uh, offer free offer that I'm that I'm offering, I talk about the victim uh, triangle, but I also related back to my own story. Mm-hmm. Uh, it took it took me a long time to to develop awareness around my own victim patterns mm-hmm. and. Um, as a codependent, we it's dif- it's difficult to to see the connection between the different dots, and just because every everything goes very unconsciously. Now, in that three day program, I relate to my own story, and uh, which helps the the listener also relate back to their own story. Mm-hmm. Now, when we live on the victim triangle, um, it refers to the dysfunctional um, the dysfunctional relationships that we have with others, but also it refers, uh, to being on the triangle related to ourselves. So it's not only towards interactions that we have with others, with the persecutor, with the victim, with the rescuer, because we, we jump in those different roles all the time. Yeah, we, ju- we, we jump off and on in those days. It's a role basically that we are we are playing in our everyday interactions with people. Now when we bring it back to ourselves and for example if the rescuer which is the codependent which is the classic codependent person 
when they when they bring it when they become their own persecutors then we come into the self-betrayal patterns and the self-damage patterns, the self-sabotage patterns. And that's basically what happened with me, for example. I, I got myself so, so much in a space of, of damaging myself and damaging my own abundance my own source, my own connection to source, I mean, because I was destroying myself, basically. That's why I say all the patterns that we talked about, they, they are a blockage. Uh, they keep abundance away from us. They repel abundance because we don't vibrate in alignment with the vibration of love and abundance, mm -hmm. which is the highest vibration there is, which is the vibration of love and abundance. It's all the same. But because of those codependent patterns, we do it to ourselves. We block, block ourselves away from source and also the self-sabotaging patterns only keep that in place that we block it out and so that's what i talk as well in the free offering is how do how are we our own persecutors yeah the persecutor can be the narcissist uh, when we relate back to our uh, relationships out of ours outside of ourselves but we can also be our own narcissists, in fact. That's why very often a codependent person sometimes can come across very narcissistic as well because they are so, um, I mean, the way we self-sabotage ourselves is because we have so uh, we are so uh, judging ourselves. We have so much judgment to ourselves, and that, that's how we become our own persecutors. We have so high expectations of ourselves. And just because the expectations are, are so huge, we do so much our best to fix everything. And because we want to fix everything, we very much come from, from a need to control. But because we have that need of control, we keep ourselves out of abundance because we don't trust it. We don't trust our own divine. And that's how we keep it away. I mean, it's so powerful. I just really want people to just sit with this. This is such a powerful doorway into you know, supporting ourselves to that alignment with source. You know, it's one thing to say it intellectually. It's another to really recognize, you know, what we're doing and how we can, not from a judging place of ourselves, right, from a, a loving place, but how we can be more loving towards ourselves and how we can be more loving towards those part of ourselves. And then more when we are more loving with those aspects of ourselves, we can be more loving with others as well. So that's really, 
Yeah. That's really the key to it. I'm I'm very yeah. appreciative for you being here. And we, we do have this wonderful offer on our episode page. So I want to encourage people to go back to that. Martina, is there anything in closing that you want to share with people? Anything you feel guided to share before we close? Um, well, what I would say also is uh, maybe the point of, of, of loving ourselves um, is so crucial for a person that is struggling with codependence because it, it all goes back to the same thing. It's all mm-hmm. about learning to love ourselves. And as we love ourselves, we we are able again to reconnect with, with that source that is going through us all the time and that is available to us all the time. It's just we are so used of, of, um, of coming from a place of lack and of coming from those fear responses. We are so used of, of being not ourselves that it's so difficult to connect us with that place that that is our true self and where we truly love ourselves. Mm. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Well, we'll definitely have everyone go and get this wonderful gift that you've offered. It's so fantastic. I'm so appreciative of that. And thank you so much for being here. And thank you for your light and all the service and you really being this light, this, this energy to support people and the journey that you've traveled to be able to share with people your own personal experience and how it's just, I so appreciate your transparency and your authenticity. And thank you so much for being here with us today. Well, thank you as well, Sharon, for, for, um, for your light. I wanted to say that. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for holding this space. Thank you. And just so grateful. So everybody, make sure you go and get that that offering from our team that's on our episode page. And we will see you back here next time. We see you living lives of love and joy and peace and prosperity and health in all ways, all ways. We'll see you back here next time, everybody. Do you hate selling yet love to be of service? In my free masterclass, you will discover three soulful secrets to client conversations that feel joyful, easy, and fun. Using these secrets, one of my clients made $8,000 in one week, and another client made $100,000 in less than six months. Register now at www.coachingfromspirit.com masterclass.